this morning is Superintendent Ed Fletcher with the Monmouth Roseville School District. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Doing well, <laughs> except for this lingering allergy cough. But uh, I want to piggyback <laughs> off that and let uh, everyone know today is Mr. Ewing's birthday. So I do not want to say his age. Um, 48. I'm, I'm not going to say, but that's a little bit low. I Anyhow. Guess. Is that low? A little that, bit low, yeah. Well, so, happy uh, birthday, Mr. Ewing. Yeah, so... Um, we had a board meeting last night, and it was um, kind of a run-of-the-mill meeting for March. Um, May, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Do you, you want two more months of school? You know where my mind. No, I do not. <laughs> and I do not want to be worried about snow. So May it is. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> we talked about, uh, in, in uh, my report, we talked about uh, a couple different things. Uh, I let inform the board about the number of students who've received a seal of biliteracy or a commendation towards biliteracy. So the, the, the kids that get the seal of biliteracy, um, they actually at public colleges in Illinois, they accept that state seal as the equivalent of two years of foreign language coursework. So that's a really, you know, for, for kids going to a public university, um, you know, it's two courses they don't have to pay for. So um, we've had seven kids get the seal of biliteracy in Spanish. We had two received a seal of biliteracy in Chin. And we have some students who received a commenda commendation towards biliteracy, meaning that, you know, the different various things that they take, they weren't, they weren't quite there to receive the seal, but they got the commendation. Um, we had three in Spanish, two in Chin, uh, two in Wolof, one in Latin, and one in French. So, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to learn a second language um, and to have kids, you know, this many kids um, be at the spot where they either have the seal of biliteracy or a combination toward is really cool, really cool for them. Okay. Um, I talk, also talked about the board, uh, to the board about the students that we recognize or that we suggest to be recognized at the Illinois Principal Association breakfast a couple weeks ago. Uh, at Lincoln, we had Nora Mayfield. At Harding, we had Ariel Leon and Maddox Ragon. <coughs> Central, we had Eduardo Chavez and Elizabeth Braun. The junior high, Brody Dodd and Sydney Salazar. At the high school, uh, Megan Ramos, Noel, Madison Frakes, Madison Jensen, and Tristan uh, Adwell. I was able to meet the families, meet the kids. Um, it's really cool to, to be in that kind of a setting, you know, and, and see kids, see other kids from the area who are being recognized as well. And I mean, it's and kudos to the kids, kudos to the families. You know, it's it's um, it's it's a not a, it's not an easy award to get, and you know, it's really cool because it's the principals who are going. You know what? this student has really impressed me. So that was a cool event as well. Um, last thing I talked about in my report was um, we've, we've been looking at the possibility of adding a school resource officer. Um, I met with uh, representatives of the city <coughs> and we talked through that and, 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 you know, we're, we're moving in that direction. Um, you know, right now, I, I think we're, we're kind of in a spot where we got to look at, you know, can it, even if we were to move forward with it, can it be staffed? I mean, you know, we all know about the staffing shortages that are occurring throughout our country and in all facets and all different jobs. So, you know, we're we're moving in a direction of possibly doing that. I don't I, I'm we're fairly certain it's not going to happen before the school year starts, but it's, it's still something that we're investigating and looking into. And um, at freezing for food in June, our halfway event, um, as usual, I try to schedule the legislators. Uh, maybe it's a resource to talk to them for some funding, uh, some sort of grant money might be a possibility don't know but it's certainly you know worth asking yeah we're always on the lookout for grant monies we're always look on the lookout for those types of uh, uh 
availabilities, and so I will certainly ask. Um, down the uh, agenda, one of the things we added last night was a competitive cheerleading program at the high school. Um, last month, we had a, a, just an initial discussion of the, the pros and cons, what it would look like, you know, what, what are the costs involved, and we expanded on that during this meeting and we talked just to all the various things and so ultimately the board decided to add competitive cheerleading uh, to the of high school for next year yeah describe what that means i mean we well see it's it just it's ESPN. a sport i mean yeah it's it's a it's a it's every bit as intense as any sport i've ever seen right. uh especially with the number of practice the, you know, the hours mm -hmm. of practice so basically you know kids are learning a, a routine a choreography you know a, a choreographed routine based you know based on music and um you know, I'm, I'm sure they're doing, you know, the jumps and flips and all the stuff that... The gymnastics, The gymnastics yeah. piece of it. And will they get to compete at a state level? Do we have that in Illinois with the IHSA? Mm -hmm. Yes, Fantastic. we do. Fantastic. Yeah, so it's another opportunity for kids um, to be a part of something and... Do you ever we'll, watch that on a national level on ESPN on like a Saturday I've watched, morning? I've seen it at a high school level and it is every bit it as is intense. Very I, cool is what it, it is. It's cool. The kids, you know, it's... Talk you, about a team team the timing you know the, the timing the, the yeah. dance the, the the choreography um well, that's exciting yeah it's a good opportunity and for that's kids. for both girls and boys <coughs> that's the cool thing about cheerleading the number of scholarships available across the nation for universities and colleges yeah is uh pretty large for both female and male and it's an ihsa sport with this with sectionals and a state series you know so it's really it's nice. it's not any different than any other uh, athletic event well, i don't uh, know much about it so i'll have to have the coach come in absolutely who's uh, the coach well, the we we would have to go through that process, gotcha. but the person, uh, Miss Mrs. Benson, was the one who suggested bringing it forward. You know, we'd have to now that we there's some nuance. Now we got to make sure we're on the same page with the uh, MREA, the Education Association, and we just go through a, the, the formal process moving forward. Um, I, you know, she and then we would post that position, and we we'd go through the process of interviewing at that time. Okay. Um, we also, um, for the past several years, we've had uh, boys and girls swimming. Of course, they're two separate seasons, and um, they were the coaches were pretty much were there on a on a volunteer basis. <coughs> so what the what we decided to do was add a uh, a coaching stipend for boys swimming and girls swimming. Um, initially, when we started the program, it was, you know. Is this going to have longevity? It's proven to have longevity. You know, our water bugs program through the YMCA puts forth. They have a great program there. A lot of kids putting in a lot of time. A lot of parents putting in a lot of time, you know, the swimming. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's another opportunity for kids yeah, to be involved in a sport, to be involved in an activity, and to, to hopefully for us not rely on, you know, the swimmer A, well, their, you know, their parent being the person who has to supervise this stuff. So we're hoping that, and it may still end up being that way, but we're also hoping, <coughs> excuse me, to have some longevity with it. And the last thing we did is, um, of note, is approved a girls swimming, swimming team cooperative with West Central. Um, of course, we still have to wait for their board of education to go through the same process that we did. And then um, if they do end up approving that, we'll just work through the, the details of what the, what the arrangement looks like. Okay, with the West Central Heat in Henderson County? Yep. Okay, and that'll be a cooperative. Okay. Yes. And, and that was it. I mean, that was a, you know, it was a fairly short meeting. Um, 
How about your uh, your fuel bids? What is that going to look like with the rise in, in our gasoline and diesel prices? Doubled. It did double? It did double, yeah. What's that, what's that look like budget-wise then? Uh, double. <laughs> no, I just um, – I it's really, it ebbs and flows depending on a number of miles. I mean, so, you, you know um, – you know, we what we look at with that, and in, in a is, I guess it's pretty hard to quantify because of you know a lot of our, act, our sporting events are a majority of the price of what we spend, you know. So when you're going up to Morrison, you know, in a big seventy-seven passenger bus, or you know, we we try to look at utilizing our wide activity buses as much as possible mm-hmm. or our minivans, but. Um, I haven't put, I have to look at the, I, I, I could guesstimate, you know, if I, I don't have the number of miles we've driven, you know, this past year, because of course we're not all the way finished. Sure. And then look at, you know, look at the miles per gallon that a bus gets and then do the math, but um, thousands of dollars. Right. And then with uh, your food costs too, uh, that's gone up some as well. Everything's going up. And then you have a new state law that we just read about this morning that uh, schools by the by August of 2023 will have to offer plant-based meals now uh, in the cafeteria. Well, as uh, as everyone in in our county and state and country know, everything's more expensive. Whether it's labor, food, uh, gas, and now looking at the the ability, of, you know, trying to provide plant-based uh, food, um, everything's just more expensive. Sure. And so, really. And I remember years ago, Vanessa, when I'd come in here, and we, we'd always talk about every every penny counts. Yes. And so it's the same it's the same thing we follow. You know, every single penny has to be accounted for because expenses are growing up. Things are getting you know ever ever increasingly higher in cost, and uh, you know we have to figure out a way to do that. Buy books, you know, buy Chromebooks. Uh, copy paper went up substantially this year. Yeah, uh, I heard there was a paper shortage. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's. It's up. So um, all the meanwhile, you know, doing, you know, just educating kids to the best of our ability. So it's, you know, the it's a interesting time. You know, we, we try to to not talk to, you know, let the idea that, you know, cost get filtered down to the to the teachers or anything like that. But, you know, just all you got to do is look and see is everything's more expensive for us. OK. And your budget, is that already done? Well, we had our first reading last night. OK. Um, our our budget's looking fine. It's it's looking good. Um, we're uh, balanced budget, no deficit reduction plan um, required at this time. And um, of note, we have this summer we'll be doing uh, air conditioning at Central. We're doing air conditioning at Harding. And so, <coughs> I knew you were going to try to get to a point where you didn't have to have an early out once you get the air conditioning completed. Yeah. So the only school next year that will not have it is a high school. So. Um, you know they're they're busy working on those now, and it will get really get into full swing. Um, we're utilizing ESSER funds um, to pay for those, so um, we're we're yeah we're excited. I mean, you know, this this past last week was the first time in my ten years we've ever had early outs for heat in May. Right, and so it'll be very nice to. Um, be able to, you know, have a cooler environment for our K through eight kids. And the idea would be to, the board will look at the possibility of adding air conditioning to the high school. Um, but we do know if, and when we get to that project, it'll be a two year project because there's a lot of, at the high school right now, there's a kind of a hodgepodge of different heating and, and, uh, hot, you know, um, 
a boiler, some steam, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's just some different things that nuances that we have to work through at the high school. I mean, of course, right now, like our library's air conditioned, our gym's air conditioned. Um, but there's just a lot of nuance to putting together a comprehensive HVAC plan. And, uh, you know, we've, I've talked to other superintendents who are bidding HVAC projects now and they're coming in a million dollars higher than anticipated. So, okay. uh, we're hoping that and maybe things open up a little bit and the supply chain isn't as much of an issue then and we won't have to you know um i think to high school our initial thought estimate right now is going to be a little over five million so um that's a lot lot of money to spend but it's certainly it's going to be needed in the future okay anything else that you want people to know about monmouth roseville uh graduations coming up um it is going i should know this off the top of my head i have a kid graduating it's going to be on the 29th 215 at uh coach dobry field and uh you know weather permitting if not it'll be at uh, mama college okay and uh what do you have on tap speaking wise for the gra- the graduation i the kids vote on that i do not know who the speaker is going to be this okay. year um i'd have to ask mr ewing i just don't know that. i don't i don't know if he if, the, if it's been finalized or not yet okay. to be honest with you all right, graduation, May 29th, 215. Exciting time for our seniors. It sure is. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you for having me. That is Ed Fletcher, Superintendent, Monmouth Roseville School District on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.